What's up, y'all? It's Lil Glenn back with another um another episode. Today's episode, we will have my co-host Kay Brett. So I'm gonna introduce myself. Hey, everybody! It's your girl Kay Brett, upcoming female rapper. For those of you who do not know me, go check me out on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, and follow me on Instagram at official I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So today's episode is titled Love versus Survival. Um basically we just gonna be talking about like I I feel like we should talk about like can people raised on love be with somebody that's raised on survival? Like how would it work? You feel me? Right. So Um, honestly, I guess I can start off by saying growing up for me per se as a child, things were definitely different. Like, you know, we're in a different time nowadays. Um, social media is more prevalent. We have uh, the IG models. We have all that type of thing. And sometimes it's hard to get sucked into relationships, friendships, even just, you know, mutual people not understanding how they were raised. You have those that might have been raised on love, like we said, or survival. And I can just say for me and my relationship, I can say I was raised off of both. Whereas my boyfriend, he was raised off of survival. And I don't think people understand when you get into, especially relationships with people, why things don't work, (laughs) if that makes sense. You're willing to give all the love you can to your your partner or your spouse not realizing that they did not grow up on that and now you guys are arguing every day or your viewpoints are different so I think that is a very big topic when we think of relationships friendships and things like that I feel like I, I was in a similar situation before like see I was raised by both so it feels <laughs> like but mostly survival it feels like right. my mama worked every day literally so I was just, you feel me, I was outside, I'm stuttering, but I was outside in the streets, like, I was watching what my uncle did and shit, and I just, you feel me, I went behind that. But the person that I was with, like, they had a silver spoon all their life, so it was just, you feel me, it was, it was love all the time. Mm-hmm. Whether it was tough love or, like, sentimental love, they had love. Like, they had that, that gentle touch. So really, I like I would say I'm really more raised off survival than anything. But I tried to like understand, even though I couldn't completely understand. I tried to see like her point of view with she when it came to some situ- situations and stuff. And I won't lie, like that shit can be hard. You know, you in a relationship with somebody, you know, y'all doing what y'all do until shit gets serious. And right. y'all have kids or y'all get married. Even just, I would say, the little things. Y'all start planning trips. And right. you see the differences in each other of how they think. And I feel like we don't always go back to, okay, well, how were you raised as a kid? Like, we don't think to ask those questions first. We're just so in love with that person. Or we like what they look like. Or whatever would attract you to somebody. We never think to ask, well... Did your mama love you? <laughs> did your daddy love you? Or did you even have a daddy? It'd be, you know, little things like that. And for me, being bullied as a kid, like, in elementary school, for, you know, shit I couldn't control, like, my appearance. Right. 
for those of you who may not know, I have Graves' disease, which is also turned into thyroid disorder. I've had it since I, I was three years old, and it causes your eyes to protrude out of your head. And so, you know, growing up in the household, I was raised on love. Don't let nobody, you know, make you feel no type of way, sticks and stones, you know, those type of conversations until, you know, you get older and you experience some shit and you toughen your skin up. So that's why I, I guess I can say I was raised off of both because, yeah, when you go to school, kids can be mean. I was going to say, a lot of people don't teach their kids, like, oh, be nice. Like, shit like that, like, like people with autism. Right. You have to, you have to have patience with them. Like a lot of parents don't teach; they don't even teach their kids to be honest. So, like, like with your situation, like you feel me now. Now I'm in over where I'm so used to being loved, and like I've never seen like, damn bully, bullies. Like I've never been raised around. Like I've never seen a bully before. Like you see them on TV, but when you go outside and you see that shit in real life, it's just like damn, this shit is real. Is is real shit. You you come home, your mama, oh you look so beautiful, baby girl. And, and you going just... in the classroom and the motherfucker, oh, you ugly. <laughs> like damn, wait a minute, somebody lying. It's seven the fucking morning, you ugly. You like, damn, I just got here. Can I eat breakfast first? Right. Shit. But yeah, like it's definitely like that. And you know, especially when I, and I really I'm saying the relationship aspect because that's when I've truly seen it come out the love versus survival, a lot of people don't understand, you know, with me and my, I just had a, a son. I yeah. want to raise him the best way I know how, but I don't want to trigger things where I feel like he's not going to be the best man he can be, if that makes sense. Yeah. We have people out here who strictly just teach them kid, their kids love, and when they get out in the real world and they have to deal with real shit, they like, damn, I wish my mom would, you know, at least not cradle me as much or right. wasn't as loving to me. And that I don't feel like that should be true. I feel like you should have to, I feel like you should get best of both worlds. And it doesn't have to be mean. You don't have to be in the streets necessarily to gain survival, but they need to have, we, especially as black people, need to have that conversation with our kids, our young men and our young women. Right, definitely. And shit, with your your um baby's father, with your boyfriend, <laughs> like y'all raised him together. Like like you said, he's raised off survival. He was raised off both. But you feel me? You felt I don't know. I want to say you felt more love because like regardless of what you was going through at, at school, you knew like shit, the love outweighed the survival part. You feel me? Yeah. No matter what happened after three o'clock, when you get home, you surrounded by love. So them eight them eight hours at school, whatever. You feel me? Like at some point you just be like, Okay, I'm used to this shit. Like what you saying, I don't even care. But like with y'all having that that balance in the house, like y'all, y'all definitely gonna you feel me do good raising Yeah. It I won't lie though, girl. It's hard sometimes, shit. Cause I have a little boy, so it's hard because I'm mama. So I'm I love you, you know, I'm kissing, it's okay, don't cry, and then daddy, he also knows, and I will say, he knows how to give affection, but it's, it's, it's little things, yeah, I like the tough love, like, you a, you a little boy, don't cry, I'm like, nigga, he one month, come on, what the fuck, <laughs> he go cry, but I get it, because like, like we discussing now, he's a, he's a man, 
And so, and I have to give him his props because he definitely knows how to show affection. He definitely knows how to love on me as well as his children. He exhibits those things. But when you see, when you peel back those layers and you Mm. see like the, the little conversations when he speaks about certain things like, you know, having a fight at a young age or even feeling like he couldn't trust people at a very young age. That is when I feel like he, as well as others, go into survival mode. Right. Because the trauma. <laughs> That's what they, they used to. Right. Um, but I feel like people raised on love, like, they validate feelings. Like, they have validated feelings they feel for other people. Right. And when people raised on survival, they get defensive about the shit. Like, you feel me? Like, oh, no, nah, I don't. Say something hurt somebody, like, hurt a person raised on love feelings. They know how to express that. And somebody raised on survival, like some shit hurt them, but they're not gonna tell you that you're gonna brush that shit off and keep mm-hmm. going. You preaching over, <laughs> over time, like that shit made that shit builds up and it causes like anger, like to the point where mm-hmm. it's just like they explode. Any little thing can make them explode. You feel yeah. me? Like that's just, that's how I see it. And like, I think things like that, it's it's very hard. Because like I was saying with, with myself, and I hate to keep just going back to that example, but mm. I mean, like, <laughs> okay. yeah, what I went through as a kid, like as I got older, like, like you said, when I got, even though it hurted my feelings when I was in school, when I got home, I was able to be around my mom, my dad, my grandma, my siblings. So I was like, All okay, right. I'm going to brush that shit off until you, you know, you start getting older. So you got bigger bullies, you got meaner words. So I can honestly tell you, at probably about 13, I was kind of like, fuck the love, if we be honest. I wasn't on that anymore because I, I didn't grow up. I'm not around females as much. I'm around nothing but boys every day when I get out of school because those that was my childhood. I hung around mostly boys. Right. So the love shit kind of went out the window for me. And I feel like that it dove into my relationships as I got older and I started dating too. Because I went through that phase, just like I did in school, where I was lovey, lovey, lovey with every boy. Boy crazy. Oh, I love him. I love him. And then I started seeing as I got older, okay, well, he cheated on me. Okay, I'm going to give another one a chance. Well, he cheated on me, too. And you start seeing that repetition. And like you said, that anger, that hatred builds inside of you. And you kind of be like, fuck the love. I just, I'd rather be in the survival mode because if I'm in this survival mode, Nobody can hurt me. Nothing can touch me. And it's really until I had my son, even with my boyfriend that I'm with, I can say I love him, but I can honestly also say, too, I was still in survival mode because I had been through so much. Right. And so when my son came out, I can say in the last three to four months, I, I can honestly say to you, I feel love again. I know what it is to be loved and to love someone else. And I do believe, like, when God gave you, like, your first boy, he knew that's what you needed. You needed to feel unconditional love. Like, boyfriends, okay, yeah, you love me, but <laughs> it's conditioned to it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But your son gonna love you regardless. Like, no, you, a superstar in his eyes. <laughs> Girl, Yes. Now, would I do it again? Hell no. Nah, I'm not having no more kids. So you heard it from K. Brad Mouth. Baby, I'm not having no more kids. But you I have one more. Girl, no. I'm not having no more kids. I was not even supposed to have that one, but I love my baby. So no. 
but I truly think this is a conversation and this is a podcast that everybody needs to be listening to. We are talking about important stuff on this podcast, things that the black community especially needs to take heed to because I feel like a lot of things that are going on with social media with the women versus men comes from the fact that we're not asking these men and these women questions of how were you raised? Right. What kind of love were you to date? We just jump straight into, oh, I love you. I want to be with you forever. Like, no, you got to, to really know a person, you have to date a person. Yep. You can't jump into the relationship because what they show you in the first three months is what they want you to see. And then when you get in a relationship, it's just like, damn, this how you really is? Like, they show you their true colors. Mm-hmm. And once somebody show you they, they true colors, when they show you how they moving, and it's like not what you used to, believe them, because that's, that's them. They just slipped up and showed you, and now that you know, now they finna keep doing it. You feel me? And I try to tell people, don't, don't wait until you had a damn baby. Yeah, Let's go for men or women, cause I'm not, I'm not speaking for my relationship, cause I love my man. So for you, for you bitches in the back, I love my man. But don't wait until you have a baby or you get married to ask these questions, mm-hmm. because you didn't got married, or you didn't had a baby. Not really, your boyfriend or girlfriend was not raised on love. Or don't know what that is. And now you... Yeah, now you're going crazy. Or you feel like, oh, I had a baby with him. And he he can't even, you know, show you affection after postpartum. Now, some of these niggas, they weren't raised off off neither one of them them morals. After... Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) What you saying, Glenn? I said they, they were not even raised. They wasn't even raised. They just grew up. Yep. That's true. I ain't never heard that. You girl, yes. You're <laughs> right about that. Just got out here just doing shit. Yeah. A a baby is a commitment. A long time commitment. Marriage is a commitment for as long as you want it to be. Because I'm a big believer of divorce. So I don't You feel me like huh, I don't even believe in marriage. Cause once I say I'm done, I'm done. I ain't finna go back and forth with you. I ain't trying to split nothing up. I ain't trying to decide who see the kids, who get the kids. No. <laughs> So you I, mean, so you mean uh, Big Glenn will never get married? Like no. Uh, the biggest, the biggest pill of them all. I'm telling you, hell nah. You hear, you heard it here first. I would never get married. Yeah, she lying. She gonna uh, get married. Fuck no. I listen. I don't even like people enough to be married to nobody. I mean, we'd be girlfriends forever, <laughs> and I'd be just as happy. If you wanna, if marriage is a goal for you, I'm not the one for you. I like, I'm not in game for you. And that's just how I see it. Like, no, not nothing against people that believe in marriage. I just don't because when I feel like I'm I'm tired of you and I'm done with you, we ain't going to no court. We're done. Like, we're not finna fight over nothing. You're not getting nothing that belong to me. I don't want shit that belong to you. Just go on about your business. And, you know, I have to honestly say, like, parents are married. My grandparents were married. Um, I've seen the marriage side of shit. I've also got to see what baby mom and baby dad look like. And so... I just, I won't lie. When I first started rapping, I was a heavy I get married. I've seen a little shit. I know what I want. I don't want that. I thought I was going to be a city girl for the rest of my damn life. That's really what I thought. But I see myself get married, but once again, me and him have those conversations of how were you raised? Because just because we got a kid now, I tell women that too. Just because we got a kid together don't mean we're going to be together. And it you. shouldn't be like that, but that's just facts. Motherfuckers change. 
You said something. A baby changed a lot. A baby changed. It does. It, it does. And I feel like even before the baby get here, pregnancy changes people. Because from my point of view, when I was pregnant, I was very I'm okay, I can I can say people have said I mean, I don't give a fuck, but that's neither here nor there. When I was pregnant <laughs> I, I don't feel like I mean, but that's what I I be hearing good. I don't know. But when I was pregnant, I can say I saw people differently. I saw myself differently. Mm-hmm. And your body goes through so many changes that you really, like, I can speak for me personally. When I was pregnant, I didn't feel no connection to my baby. I didn't feel nothing. I just knew I was pregnant. And I said, yeah. survival. I was just like, okay, if I had this baby, cool. Baby, once I started feeling him kick, it's like a little, you know, oh, like, oh, cute. Until he got here. Like you said, like, I knew, like, this shit for real, forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's like, baby. <laughs> but let me tell you, I don't give a fuck who I'm in a relationship with. You're not signing my baby birth certificate. <laughs> because I need to be the only person on there. I need my signature need to be the only one. Because when we break up, you're not saying my baby either. Oh, we. The fans did this week. Rico. Everybody got to I'm weak as fuck. And I don't want to say Ain't nobody seen the baby. Not even the grandma on the daddy side, mama side. Nobody seen it. No, because there ain't going to be no daddy. It's going to be a donor. Oh, I'm hollering. So you mean. Now we just got all off topic, but I'm feeling the ass. So you mean <laughs> to tell me. You and your girlfriend finna have a baby, right? And she yeah. said, Glenn, okay, well, I want you to carry the baby. I'm going to carry the baby. Okay, she wants you to carry the baby. We got that established. And she say, but I don't want a donor. I'd rather you just fuck somebody. Then that's not the bitch for me. <laughs> and I know right then and there, we're done. Because why would you want me to do that? Why you can't do that? Because she can't have a baby. What if she can't have one? Why the hell I got to go have sex with a man? I mean, you ain't got to like it. I ain't going to do it. Oh, my gosh. Nah, that ain't <laughs> And that the bitch ain't gonna be for me because now you gotta go. I'm done with you. That's what I'm telling. Okay. Like I'm you just curious for you. When did you know like niggas was just not for you? Like fuck that. Okay, so let me tell you the story. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I've been gay since like all my life. <laughs> so I actually tried to have a boyfriend like fourth grade, and he tried to kiss me, and we got the fun. <laughs> and I knew then boys was not for me. You beat this man ass because he wanted to kiss. Yes, like we got the fine. Like he hit me in the face with a stick. I hit his ass back. Like we we was going there like two niggas, and that's when I knew. Like yeah, no. And then I tried to, and then I finally like we had we were still going together, but I kissed him, and it was just like no. Like I I kissed the boy, but I was like eight, so they don't even count. Ain't know what the fuck I was doing. Oh my god. Yeah. The fact that I remember the real, I remember before she was Glenn, I remember Glenice. Let me not say oh, that. Let me not yeah. say that too loud. <laughs> Baby, yes. Man. Yeah. Yes, but, yeah, it's I just. I went to like eighth grade. <laughs> and it's just, I, I try to tell people like, 
we do the podcast, even though I haven't been on the first couple episodes, we do the podcast to be able to inform people, let people know what's going on, and hear from our mouths. Because right. it's hard hearing stuff from our counterparts, like the mayo munchers, when you can just hear from us. It just makes more sense because you can relate. And I you tell people that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I would call these people the mayo munchers. They've been not fuck with me because I do got a chair in my car. Oh my Please name. don't. I just order something off Amazon. I'm weak as hell. Please, I'll say you order off Amazon. Yeah. I ordered 10 on. Yeah, but I just really feel like, like we were saying, I know we got 30 minute show today, but please talk to your partner. Please talk to your spouse. Because before you, you lay down and have that baby, you go get married, or you put yourself in a situation where it's compromising and you realize that person wasn't raised off love or, or was raised off survival, vice versa. You can't be mad because th- these are questions that we skip over, like Glenn said, and we be so focused on, oh, well, she got a fat ass. Or, oh, he got money, he cute. He might got money, but but he not stun you ain't no baby. You just had a baby by yourself. He might got money, but you don't know if this motherfucker retarded or not. Exactly. You know <laughs> Social security check, or he out here grinding. So, uh-uh. Yeah, no. And at this point, I'm done dating for looks. I'm finna start dating for money, because these bitches be pretty as hell and broke as fuck. I'm hollering. Make a bitch what? look good with money. But you can't make a, a pretty bitch have money. Yeah, Now look, I ain't gonna lie. I've been broke down on my last before. I, I, we ain't talk about broke people. So we all we all have. But I'm we just saying, have. If you ain't got no drive, like no will to get up and go get it. No, I can't do nothing for you, baby. I ain't gonna lie. I got a little story before we get up off the air. But baby, when you was talking about love and survival. My ex before my boyfriend, I call him Mister One Pants because that's the only pair of pants. That he will. He don't have no other pill. But I knew then, and I'm just being serious for a moment. When me and him broke up, broke up or broke it off, because we weren't together really to break up. The bitch was so broke. He couldn't even break up right. How you just broke and can't break, but whatever. My boyfriend that I'm with now, he really came in and, you know, like a nigga that can really tell you about yourself. And you sitting there like, who the fuck are you to tell me that? He was that kind of guy. And when he told me that I was too hard body and that I needed love and to be loved properly, this is a man telling me this. Not my homegirls, not my mama. This is a man who really don't even know shit about me. You get what I'm saying? I knew then that I wanted to be a better girlfriend and a better mom to my son because it starts with you. Whatever a person can tell you about yourself, Especially deep down, if, you, if you're big on accountability and you know that it's true and you're willing to fix it, that's a perfect family right there. It's always going to be, and I say perfect, not literally, because nothing is ever perfect. Right. But you can damn near try if you're willing to put the work in. That's all we ever advocate for on on the podcast of relationship. That's it. Be real with yourself so you don't have to be real when it counts the most. And mm-hmm. then it's too late. That's well. You said something in. And if you can get, like, if you meet somebody that make you just want to be a better person, it's just, like, you hit that point. And that's just somebody that you just got to hold on to. Like, even if you can't even be in a relationship, 
value a friendship with them. You feel me? Like that's somebody that you shouldn't want to lose, no matter if it work out in relationship with y'all or not. You feel me? And I'm telling everybody now, you heard that my mouth. I am still a city girl. I'm just a city girl in a relationship. So, okay. City girl in a relationship, it is a thing, okay? I'm, I'm loyal to my man. I, my man, my man, I love him. But still, just <laughs> before y'all just go and tell, tell y'all, say, oh, I love him. Make sure you don't love him because he the fuck the shit out you. Make sure you don't love him because he done bought you a fake ass bag. Get to know these these niggas for real. And I was speaking from the women's point of view. Get to know these niggas. Because I'm telling y'all, y'all be right here sad when the baby daddy leave or the boyfriend leave. And now you by yourself when you saw the signs at first. Right. His mama put him out. And he don't know love. <laughs> exactly. And now I'm telling them, why the fuck would you go and lay down here with, with him? Why would you lay down with him and he only wash his ass? Oh, wow. Yeah, I ain't laying down on my face. That's a damn deal breaker. Cause before <laughs> you alone, I just seen you and them yesterday. Got booty, booty juice in your drawers, but you trying to lay in my bed with my nice yeah. duval comforter set. Not happening. Yeah. Not happening. Not in K bread bed, baby. Gotta wash that, wash that booty. Oh God, <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> I ain't even gonna hang with a hoe that don't wash their Yeah, I won't lie. This this podcast, put this in y'all in y'all calendar in y'all memory. This is gonna be the biggest thing to come out of Birmingham, the biggest podcast to come out of Birmingham. So if you're not with us now, you still can come later, but still, I just yeah. want to say some little cliche. <laughs> I'm on. I, hey, if you ain't riding away or nothing, don't try to ride the wind and blow. I'm telling you, it's gonna be it's gonna be some real shit. Well, I've had fun. I thank you for bringing me on relationship. I relationship. <laughs> I can't even talk. Oh my god. Well, you can edit that part, I guess. But I thank you for bringing me on to relationship as one of the co-hosts. I hopefully will be on more episodes. Definitely. This was very fun. We got a couple stories out, and hopefully soon we'll be able to get in front of the big camera so y'all can actually see what we be doing behind the scenes. <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm a walking damn comedy show. Definitely. I'm laughing the whole time. But I be saying some, I be saying some real shit, though. I just got to learn how to take my own advice. Baby, that ain't never going to happen. Mm-mm. We, we just going to be waiting. I'm going to be the loser forever. Well, yeah, I'm happy. And y'all can catch your girl K-Brad on the next episode of Relationship. For sure, for sure. Thank you for coming along. Thank you. Know. you. All right.